Why? <laughs> because today we are talking about camp stories, church camp stories, all kinds of fun stories about all the things. It's not stolen from another podcast. Totally stolen from, from another podcast. Is. Called Church Stories. Josh should go check it out. It's great. There's I some, still haven't listened to there's it. some fun ones. There's Pastor Puppet in one episode. It's great. Keep talking about him. Let's just jump into it. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say. I'm not going to apologize for not recording for so long. I'm not going to do anything besides we're just going to jump into it. We're going to talk about camp stories. Logan can't think of them even though we named like four or five before we even started. I can't even think of anything to say at this moment. Just like, literally tell the story. Like Riley's talking. I'm like, I can, I should interject here with something interesting to say. No. No, you're fine. Okay. Well, I'm going to start with my first story, which is a fun story that involves a friend of mine when he was counseling and I was on a skit team at a camp in Washington where he had his kid. It was breakfast and they let the kids get whatever they want and stuff like that and uh john blankety blank nah, i don't need to name names whatever but um he had a kid and the kid grabbed milk and i was sitting with them because the skit crew will sit with the kids and the counselor sometimes and i just watched this kid just down the entire glass of milk just straight up um and then all of a sudden he just like puts the glass down and eyes shoot wide open and John's like what what's the matter buddy and the kid goes I just remembered I'm lactose intolerant <laughs> and John has oh, to man. rush the kid right out of there to get must have been a fun day for him <laughs> after that that's some nasty guts I feel like mm. glad I was not a counselor that week <laughs> that was the funniest <laughs> thing where I was like that just happened that kid may not be okay later Mm-hmm. So that's I my mean, first. He'll be story. fine. He's just not. He's gonna be out of it for a be, while. It's not gonna be good for him. But anyway, that's my first one. It's a soft one. Logan, what's your first one? Do you have a first one? You should. I mean, first as in chronological, or first as in the first one. I want the first to talk one you about. want to talk about. <sighs> yeah, we'll do that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, same camp. Maybe the same week. I don't remember. Some of those years blended together. Um, as Riley said, we were on a skit crew for this camp. Um, we were doing a skit about pirates. It was pretty, pretty fun. That was the same year, yeah. Um, and it was the final act, and at the very end, like my character gets knocked off the boat during like the fight scene near the end. Um, and we don't see him for like a couple, couple pages. Um, and then everything gets wrapped up, the resolution and all that. And then they're supposed to come get me because I'm, like, hanging on the side of the boat. But no one remembers that. So they all walk off stage. And I'm just on the side of the boat. The kids can still see me. I'm just hanging there. And I'm just like, hey, guys, you forgot about someone. And they were, like, I mean, they were very good at staying in character, uh, the ones that were on stage. So they, they rushed back on it, like, oh, yeah, we forgot you. <laughs> um, it happened stuff like that happened a lot in the skits where like a little detail got left out but that was one where we just forgot a whole chunk of dialogue and half a page we skipped a couple pages it happens yeah it was fun though <laughs> did not happen the second time yeah I'm gonna go through and do all of the the dunes ones then 
All right, then I'll go on to oh, what was the one I was about to about to say? Oh, um, I'm gonna tell the Red Sea story. I forgot about the Red Sea story. <laughs> See, I, this well, is I thought one. of another part of the story that's not technically the Red Sea. Not part everything involving the, the Red Seas. So basically, we mm. were telling the story of Moses, um, and we had to build a Red Sea that parted. But all we had were these like crate things that you could piece together with these clips and all these things and the the plastic was really bad on the clips so some of them would break some of them you couldn't even put the bar from the crate inside of it uh sometimes it was just super fragile and we had to make it as tall as us and we were six feet tall about six feet and they had to also be able to roll and they had to not fall apart in the middle of the skit you guys have done PE, you know, little scooters, yeah. four-wheeled scooters. Yeah, that's they had to fit on. on. They had to fit on top of those, so we could only make them so wide and so long. We um, need two of them, and we needed two of so them. We need to split it, so we needed to make them, and we consistently had to keep making it, and all these things. When eventually, it just it wouldn't roll unless it broke, or we couldn't make it structurally sound enough because we didn't have enough crates, because we had to make something else, blah, blah, blah. The amount of duct tape yeah. that went into we these We eventually things. had to duct tape every corner, connection, everything like that. Um, to this day, there's still disgusting old duct tape on those crates. If I, I, don't, I actually don't know if we, if we have those or Sean has those, but I think we got rid of them. I don't remember, but anyway... We had to duct tape everything, and I was very... It was not a fun part of the project. It's fun to tell the story now, but it wasn't fun then. looked good it when did, it came it out. Did look it looked really good. good. Um, did we have to build it a second time? No, Church on the Hill... No, we kept it together for the second okay. half, but it fell a little bit of a part. Um, there were some repairs that had to be there done. There were some repairs. Church on the Hill has them, I think. They're under the stage, unless they got rid of those. And as much of a pain as the building process was, the teardown was, was worse. just Because bad. all I had was my little knife that my dad gave me, so I had to cut through all the duct tape, and... It wouldn't cut through because the knife wasn't sharp enough, and there was probably like an inch and a half of duct tape on some of them, and so I had to sit there and cut and retape and do all these things for a really long time. We spent several I, hours on these. I at one point was doing it by myself because everybody else was doing something else, and I just wanted to hang out by myself because sometimes you just need to be by yourself because everybody else is just being very annoying at some points. <laughs> so I was there by myself, and I was tired so I just laid down and closed my eyes and I was like I don't want to do anything else now that I've done this because it also had just fallen apart (laughs) I had been working on it and half of it collapsed and I just looked at it and I laid down on the ground and I closed my eyes I didn't go to sleep I just sat there (laughs) and I thought about what had just happened and everything that it was going to have to happen later and I closed my eyes, and nobody else was in the chapel, but then, like, four people came in because it was dinner time, and they were like, yo, where's Riley? I don't see him. And then they came backstage, and they saw me laying back there, and I was like, I'm not, I don't want to go to dinner. <laughs> so I just laid there, kept my eyes closed, and to this day, they all think I was sleeping, but I was like, I just don't want to be with any of you right now. Oof. I faked sleeping, and then I got up, and we finished the Red Sea, and it was... 
camp is great. Where fun is high, but also tension is very high. Oh, I don't even want to talk about 2017 dunes. <laughs> <sighs> the destruction. That was. Ooh, I'm gonna. What? We're gonna keep rolling. Do you on have the another dude story? Here. Do you have another dude story? Because I have so, another one too. Story of Moses. Oh yeah. Had the Red Sea. For the story of Moses, I I, I played Moses, and I had a very big chunk of dialogue that was like half a page long i think it was from numbers or deuteronomy it was when they were in the desert they were he was like rebuking the israelites or something yeah either way man i did not memorize the scripts beforehand no one really did we were supposed to it was more of like a day of memorization that a lot of us did False. Um, I had mine memorized for all of 2016. But there were two other years that we did. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, so I got this nailed down. I was ready to just do it. And it came to the scene. I started that section. Started that section. And it just started hailing. And the place we were in had a metal roof. Mm-hmm. I couldn't hear myself. And I was, like, yelling this. <laughs> So, but it was cool because he was talking about like God's power and yeah. So it fit thematically, but man, I don't think the kids could hear half of it if they were across the the audience. So, it was man, it was great. A lot of effort went into that. <laughs> yeah, then it failed. Yep. Um, in Dunes twenty seventeen, one of our cast members got pink eye from a lion <laughs> <What>? costume <laughs> so we had to quarantine him and he would sit in his cabin looking out the window at people playing the games and Dude, he built a fort he did build a and fort and then someone destroyed then, his fort and then our one of our friends i don't remember who went with him but they went and destroyed it <laughs> he was super sad it was his pink guy fort yeah uh so there was a pink guy um then the year after that, no, two years after that, we did a Gravity Falls skit where we all had our characters, and we went to the close, closest town, mm-hmm. and we were dressed as our characters, and we kind of walked around, and my character is barefoot, <laughs> with his pant legs rolled up, and has a fake beard and a big straw hat. There's a, there's a so band-aid I, in the beard. I, I squat when I walk as I play that character, so I kind of just, like, golemed my way around a Washington town. Afraid I was gonna step on glass, but I did not. And we went to the the world's largest frying pan, or like America's biggest frying probably pan. Probably America's largest frying pan. Yeah. And we took pictures by that, and that was that was very interesting. It's a good day. Um, I think I only have one more. Now he, that one year he said he memorized his lines beforehand. Two years later, three years later, he did not. <laughs> Try to remember if I did that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't memorize that. I memorized one act. I memorized act one and act two. But all the other ones I didn't memorize. And I had to do them on the, the thing. Yeah, do you want to tell a story about uh, putting scripts in the tree? I forgot about that one. Okay, so I got to play Jesus. I don't like white Jesus, but I got to play Jesus. <laughs> and um, I really didn't memorize those lines. Uh, so I had... I, I had to hide the scripts in various places where the kids couldn't see it but where I could see it so it looked like if you took Tony Stark's computer where he's got things all over the room but it's my scripts hidden in a tree here a bush over there 
and then like one on the table at the last supper and I'm it was very <laughs> people made fun of me for because I still, still got up skipping like I a page. still ended up skipping a lot of the Garden of Gethsemane <laughs> yep uh we awkwardly walked from the Last Supper to the Garden of Gethsemane because I didn't remember any of the transitions. <laughs> um, I remembered the trial but of Pontius Pilate. I remembered those lines, but I didn't remember anything else. But it was nah, very because one of my lines got skipped. <laughs> okay, fine. But anyway, it was very interesting. People made fun of me because I didn't have it. And I, yeah, the kids could not see the scripts. But if you're on the stage, you saw like ten pieces of paper scattered True. in trees, in bushes, maybe on the ground. That's true. Um, Dude, we built a tree for that we did skit. Build a very big tree. That was a pretty cool tree. We built a tree. We've built um, the big boulder that rolled into the kids. Uh, <laughs> the built, Red Sea, as we said. We built the Red Sea. We built uh, ships and boats out of those pews that were not fun to lug down from the old chapel and then move back and then move back and then move um, back on a different year oh we built a big snake out of one of those big tuby things so that it could mm. actually eat somebody sarah uh, and uh, lauren built the octopus levi i helped with that too not too much but they all went crazy building levi yep <laughs> At one point, just sat down right in the middle of it center of levi just <laughs> done um what else have we, we all had moments where we just Sat down. Well, I don't. Laid down I don't remember having any moments in 2016 besides the where I faked sleeping, um, which I think I did that twice. I hid between Habib's shop and I faked sleeping there so that I missed my cue during rehearsal. Everybody thought I was sleeping, but I was like, I just need a break. Was that the King Ahab story? No, King Ahab was uh, King Ahab was pirates, and then Moses was with uh, whatever. That was Chip Fields, man. Chip Fields. Oh, man. Um, 2017 was a rough year. I hated everybody. But I also <laughs> hated myself, so. <laughs> oof. Oof, oof, oof. <laughs> but we're good now. It's great. Camp, man. Looking back on camp oh, is camp. always an interesting And that's just time. dudes. I have other ones, too. That was one camp we went to. We're also going to include here a uh, maybe some mission strip stories. Okay. If, do we have any? That we, oh, or do we want to save that for another time? We could do that for another one, though, because I have a lot. Plenty of those. I have, have the Ring of Fire. Of I have all kinds of things. Um, do you want to do the next one? or? I don't what's do what's the next one? Uh, well, the next one for me is Harlow stuff. Ah, yes. Sorry. I know some of these. Maybe yeah. all of them. Uh, one of them was somebody grabbed a balloon. I was counseling for high school camp, and I don't remember who it was, but somebody found a balloon and filled it with water like to an extreme extent where it looked like a big like sausage <laughs> and like when you felt it it was full to the point where it would pop at any moment like if you just tapped it too much it would pop and it was like I called it my tension tension tool of the week where it just every time I looked at it I was like that's gonna pop at some point <laughs> but it also became our mascot of the cabin where we'd be like, it's still there. There it is. There's our sausage. Did it ever pop? Uh, well, no, because we had a ritual at the end of camp. <laughs> we On the last day of camp when we cleaned it, cleaned out the cabin, we had to get rid of it. So I was like, everybody sign it. And uh, student who brought his knife when he wasn't supposed to bring his knife, get your knife. <laughs> 
so we held it and we were and I I gave a memorial service. Uh I said some nice words about it, some terrible words about it. Uh and then we sliced through it and everybody gave a round of applause and some people walked by and they were like, "That's how you do camp." And I was like, "Thank you." That is <laughs> if you want to know what is camp, that is camp. That there's nothing more camp than that. So we killed our mascot. Wow. That was fun. It was intense. Um, yeah. Yep. Wow. You want to do another Harlow story or go to Tadmore? I'll go into a Tadmore story. Okay. You didn't enjoy Tadmore too much. I hated Tadmore. <laughs> Sorry. I was in a different cabin for Tadmore. Um, and probably a lot of camps do this. But I think on cabin cleanup, uh, whoever has the cleanest cabin, you know, get points towards your... Uh, towards your team, you know, team at the end of the week with the most points gets like a prize, they they win and stuff. So this was the first year I was in a cabin that actually wanted to win. I've never been in a cabin that wants to win. Um and this is like senior year, so it's like the last year I could be at camp. Um so I was like, yeah, let let's win. Um and for cabin cleanup, it's not so much getting your cabin clean. That's important. The more important thing is coming up with a theme and decorations that go with that theme. Um, so I'm just going to cover two that we did. Cause they're, they're probably the most effort required. The first one, um, it was lake-themed. Because there was a lake at this camp. Um, and our big we planned this for like a, a, uh, a day and a half was that we're going to get a kiddie pool. We're going to borrow a kiddie pool from the camp staff. They said it was okay. Uh, we're going to fill it with water, and we're going to get a fish. We're going to put a fish in there. We're gonna, he's, he's just going to be swimming around in there. So when they check our cabin, they're going to be like, man, they got a live fish <laughs> living up in here. Um, but we also realized, you know, fish, they need their water oxygenated, right? So we had two problems. First, got to get a fish. Second, got to have air flowing into this into this water. Um, one was solved by a pump with, you know, like those things that fill up multiple water balloons at once because a pump on its own is, it's too violent when we turned it on. So we hooked up one of those water balloon things and just put like two of the, no- of like 30 nozzles in there. So only a little bit of the air was just bubbling just a little. It filled it with rocks and, uh, plants and stuff. Harvard was getting the fish. So we planned all this the day before the day we are going to do this for cabin cleanup. So we spent our whole afternoon doing this. We couldn't get a fish the, the whole free time. People were fishing, they couldn't get one. So we were like, okay, a couple of us, we're going to get up early, early in the morning. We're going to go see if we can get a fish. If we can't, we're going to have to do something else for cabin cleanup. So we we're really hoping to get this fish. We get one. No one's up yet. We get our fish. <laughs> we're walking it down to our cabin. Um, and yeah, we won that day. That was, that was a good day. Uh, the fish's name was Reggie. Everyone stopped by our cabin to say hi to Reggie because, like, when they announced the winners for cabin cleanup, they were like, yeah, and the winners, they somehow got a fish in their cabin. <laughs> uh, so the afternoon, people were coming down, and then we had a uh, releasing ceremony for that was, Reggie. That was fun. <laughs> he did make it safe. Some of the people just didn't know what was happening because they didn't know that we had a fish in our cabin. So we're there's, like, a crowd of people at the lake, and, like, we're just giving, like, a send-off for Reggie. People are giving speeches. And some people are just walking by, like, really confused. And that's another thing that's just a camp thing. Getting a fish named Reggie, having a ceremony for him, very much so, like, the water balloon. Like, 
Only at camp is something like that <laughs> ever going to happen. I'll let you tell yours, then I'll go to the other one. Well, I have another one that I just thought of when you said points. Because uh, this year, 2020, when I um, counseled for the high school camp, uh, we had a good friend of mine that I go to school with. He was running points and stuff like that, and he came over to our table. And we were like, how can we get points? And he goes, you know what? If everybody at the table can eat every watermelon rind... Ugh. Then I'll give you guys points. It's not bad, it's just hard. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. It's one of the worst things I've ever eaten. Like, I almost threw up. Because just the texture, the taste... What the heck is happening out there? Anyway, the texture and the taste, terrible. It's like eating a piece of Tupperware, and it's bad. So anyway, I eat one. My co-counselor eats one. Uh, a couple other campers eat one and then this other dude who was really digging the watermelon that day <laughs> ate 12 because he right liked there. it mm-hmm. he liked it but once he reached the 10th one he was like guys I don't know about this anymore no one helped him out he got we the tried. 10 and no we one we tried but he was like no I have to do this <laughs> he had to redeem so he team. ate 12 rinds and he was like guys I don't know how I'm gonna feel for the rest of the day we were like I feel bad eating one, but friend, you ate 12. I don't know if you can digest and eat that. And everybody was like, you're not going to have a good time later in the afternoon if those don't digest well. Um, And then on top of that, we also earned points because we had one of those cabins where they're like, I'm too cool to do anything fun. So when uh, synchronized swimming came into play, we had to figure out what we were going to do. So it was me, my co-counselor, and two other campers who we were like, you guys are in your shells, but you're breaking out of it because we're getting into it. So um, we got them, and we got in the pool, and we were like, okay, what song do we want to do? So we chose Reliant K's I'm Lion O, and it was great. We got to synchronize swim to the chorus of I'm Lion O because that was the song we've been requesting from the uh, the tech team all week because we know that the guy running it, he, we were like, you know that this is a good song so keep playing it because every time we played it we would scream across the amphitheater going I'm lying (laughs) so we got to synchronize swim and I'm pretty sure we got first or second in that one did that kid survive which one the The one who ate 12 watermelons yeah he was fine he was fine okay he's good but let's see what do I I have another Harlow one what is my other Harlow one Come on, laptop. Come on. Lactose intolerant kid, we did that. Water balloon mascot. Oh, when I counseled for junior camp with the kid that I had to learn how to hear what he said. <laughs> so, a, a quick little thing. We're pretty sure this kid had, um, like, a, I can't remember what it's called, but it's the, like, alcohol syndrome where, like, the parent was drinking with the when the child mm-hmm. was in the embryo and all that stuff. Um, so we're, we're pretty confident that that's what was going on. But anyway, this kid, like, was a small inebriated human being when he talked. Like, he was clear of mind. Like, he knew what he was trying to say. He just didn't have great verbal skills. So, like, we learned how to decipher the most unintelligible speech of all time. Like, I felt like I had learned a new language because now I can just kind of, like, I have two Korean-based or Korean-born professors right now at school. 
Sometimes I can't tell what they're saying. But, like, I just think back to my experience with this kid where I'm like, oh, I'm picking it up. I got this. I'm getting your jokes. I'm getting everything because <laughs> I know what you're trying to say. I think the biggest one was when my co-counselor and I were sitting outside of the wagon because they have cabins and they have wagons. And the wagons are literally just covered wagons that they put bunks in with <laughs> big fans in the back. Um, and the kid comes up to us and he goes... And we were like, yeah, buddy, you can go get a drink of water. And that was the moment we realized we had learned fully how to understand this kid. When he can walk up to us and go, come drink water. We go, yeah, go, go get a drink of water from the water fountain over there. Go, go do that. <laughs> and it was just like that for the rest of the week where we were like, what, what are you trying to say to me, buddy? Is this important? Is this, are you trying to tell me a joke or something like that? And he had a he had a a brother who was like one year younger than him, so they looked about the same. So we were like, okay, we know which one is which by when they talk. So <laughs> we just kind of like ask for a response from one of them, and we'd figure out which one it was. But I've learned now that if I ever encounter very inebriated people, I'll probably be able to see, know what they're saying, what they're trying to say to me. It's like in that psych episode with uh. Uh, the clue episode where the guy's so drunk that he's like saying stuff <laughs> yeah. highway harry which is actually gene parmesan where he's like ah <laughs> oh, slapping beef and he's like you can't say that that's a bad thing harry you can't say that now <laughs> so that's about how i feel now. <laughs> you can't say that i'm jewish now harry you can't say that <laughs> all right i'm gonna i'll go to my last one okay i'll wrap it up with this one i think that's the last one yeah yeah um cabin cleanup this one oh yeah this is a good one to end on this one we feel cheated from but we we did our best we had one grand idea this was for the last cabin cleanup we're like everything's ramped up from the very beginning we, we've just been ramping up so we gotta end big we gotta, we gotta do something good uh and our cabins consisted of bunk beds that were stuck to the walls and in the center there was uh t- uh two beds um, two beds that weren't nailed down to anything, weren't attached to the wall or anything. Then there were all the mattresses on all the beds, a garbage can, and a broom. The roofs of these cabins were slightly slanted, maybe like a 30-degree angle. Somewhere around there. Yeah, so not like steep, but like stuff could slide. Um, and we had the great idea. For cabin cleanup, we're going to have the most clean cabin. Because nothing's going to be in the cabin. Everything that can move will be on the roof of the cabin. So we packed up all our bags. We rolled up all our sleeping bags. We had them ready to go. And then we slept in the hammocks out by the lake that night. Um, so with our, well, we brought our sleeping bags out there so that we had all our bags packed. And the only thing we had to carry down, sleep sleeping bags, um, woke up. Like early the next morning, like an hour or two before anyone else, and then we got to work. We got all the mattresses up on the roof, and the last thing we got up there was the bed. <laughs> we got a bed up on that roof. We were worried it was gonna slide, so we got a lot of duct tape. <laughs> taped that bed down, <laughs> taped down all our bags, mattresses, taped down the trash can. We taped the broom so that it was sticking yep. straight up. <laughs> yep. So it looked like our cabin, the entire same layout, on the roof. 
we were very we were very proud of ourselves that day spotless inside nothing nothing inside if it could be moved it was moved confident in our ability to win we went to breakfast somebody got you <laughs> lunchtime they announce the winners we did not win they said our room was sloppy we were like how could that happen <laughs> there's nothing in it there's nothing you in can't there be sloppy with nothing <laughs> like they asked and we were like excuse me there's nothing in there it can't be sloppy um we returned to our cabin to find that our next door cabin had found out what we had done and threw all of their stuff into our cabin so now we had a cabin on the roof and a cabin inside our cabin which is why we did not win but we did get the points because we went to the people that are in charge of points and we were like hey they sabotaged us and they were like okay you guys got first <laughs> like that's not our stuff <laughs> yeah so we we got the points in the end but the true feat was truly putting everything on the roof before anyone woke up because people woke up walked outside and they were like that's different <laughs> that's different <laughs> that's not right nice so yeah that was that was pretty fun we ended up winning th- that year at camp yeah our team champ hat. in small part to uh, our amazing cabin cleanups <laughs> nice all right well i don't have anything else um yeah i guess that's it i guess some camp stories get an episode out there things that only happen at camp things that only happen at camp you get you'll only understand if fish you've mascots been to you get camp. all kinds of fun things oh we didn't we didn't even talk about the big smack and talk about was the big smack at camp that was at tadmore oh that was at tadmore because that's when matt can i have another can i have another quip quacker please no No! (laughs) (laughs) matt was trying to schmooze up on some girl (laughs) that was also that was also the year that sabrina was trying to set me up with a number of people (laughs) you really did not enjoy camp that year that was a that was a rough year but oh, such as such, it was redeemed by Dunes 2019, which was before. So I have one more to add. There's a slip and slide day. I went on the slip and slide, went too far, and slid into the grass and mud. Oh. And my entire front side was covered in mud and grass. That's the last one I got to tell. Oh, God. <laughs> that was nasty. Also, I, I don't know if you guys who have been to camp experienced this. Any time I've been to a camp and they've had a slip and slide day... It's sunny all week, and then slip and slide day is cloudy. And I don't know why, but that's just how the world is. Oh, I do remember the night game for camp. That was when Colby and I <laughs> Colby and I were teamed up, because we were in the same cabin, and we were like, okay, we're in the safe zone, but we got to get out of here. We need to create a distraction. So we're just hyping each other up, like, okay, who's going to do the distraction? Who's going to do it? Who's going to do it? And suddenly Colby just goes, oh, Oh, pain! Sharp oh, pain. oh, it hurts! <laughs> and, and, and I'm like, somebody, please come help my brother, please! Because Colby was like, Did we gotta help? do get help. And Did it, anyone help? No, because everybody knew it was fake. Because Matt, Matt was the one on the outside of the circle, and I think <laughs> Nate was also out there. And they're like, this is crap. This isn't. They're fine. That was my teammates. <laughs> so night game. Oh man. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll close it there. Eventually, we'll have some church stories and mission trip stories. Sooner than you hope. (laughs) 
always sooner than you hope. Always sooner than you hope.